This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. Rob Hutchinson from Dear South Africa talking to us about Parliament. How's it, Rob? How are you doing? Good morning, Benji. I'm fantastically well in yourself. I'm doing very, very well. Thank you, Rob. And thank you for joining us and for letting us know what is going on in Parliament because it's a busy place and some important stuff is happening. So we always need to uh, check in and find out what is going on. And you are talking to us today about a green finance taxonomy. <laughs> Indeed, it's it's quite a mouthful and quite a... <laughs> what is a green finance taxonomy? Well, That is what I would like to ask you as a, as a starting point here. Well, to be honest, I had to do some research and to find out exactly what this is. And it's, it sounds all fancy and it's uh, confusing and, and whatever because they use such lovely words as taxonomy. But essentially, it's a user guide on how uh, the green economy and should be rolled out, how companies and different sectors of governance and the economy can transition into a sustainable, equitable, uh, resilient, low-carbon green economy. And it's got um, how finance will be applied in within that sector to businesses and uh, individuals or entrepreneurs, and how the whole economic model will work, what sectors are excluded. And it lists a whole bunch of um, uh, links and criteria that uh, businesses must adhere to in order to be classified as as green and involved in the in the economy what what i can deduce from from this document is that if those businesses that don't meet the the criteria i think there's about six or seven main categories will be excluded from from economic activities in in certain sectors and we've already seen this with um last year nedbank introduced what they call the green bonds, which is also part of of this taxonomy, and that looks to finance green projects and uh, sustainable development uh, initiatives. But there have to there has to be a way or a standard to classify all of those uh, to classify what is exactly a green project or green company or what green actually actually means in the in their eyes of the sustainable development goals set out by the United Nations and the EU. So it's quite a comprehensive document that covers all sectors uh, across all society. And it's already in conflict with um, several civil South African initiatives that, that we've seen uh, in the last two weeks or so. The main one that I can pick up is it's in conflict with the uh, new gas pipeline and transition to gas that, that we've uh, that was announced recently in, in a couple of publications. So gas is seen as a transitional fuel to take us from fossil fuels through to uh, sustainable, more sustainable fuels, whatever that might be, whether it's wind or solar or perhaps nuclear. And um, the gas is listed in here as something that should be phased out. So immediately they've compromised their, their own document by conflicting with the needs of, of, of the country. So in this document, it actually lists um, two activities that might be exempted or would need to be relooked. One is the transition to a, a, a green energy environment uh, by use of gas. And the other one is lim- placing limits on certain types of agriculture, uh, certain cro- growing of crop practices and livestock. So... 
what this is in in disguise is, <laughs> and I, I I use the word disguise because once you go in, into the document and you understand it, it's actually a a rework of the uh, United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. And those affect um, absolutely everything, every sector in 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 our economy, and how how they're going to be. Or once again, I'll, I'll, I'll say left out. So it's rather concerning that um, in a developing country we have these limitations placed on on our development. But that's what this document is about. For it's a working draft as such. And the public are invited to uh, provide their input on this working draft, which will then be developed into amendments to legislation across all sectors. And we, we will see, um, really seen amendments to labor law, um, to guides on how multinational companies can operate in the country and to human rights legislation as well. So this will be developed in the, from the paper, will be developed into a bill. And then into an act, and then the regulations will be determined from that. But this is sort of the founding document, the founding guide, and the the, the way forward as proposed by the UN in um, conjunction with with South African groups. Quite a hefty piece of of paper to read, but extremely important. Yeah, absolutely. And and green issues are key in terms of. Of South Africa, we have very uh, many environmental problems that have to be actually balanced with whatever our uh, whatever our economic needs are and our growth and our labour issues. So it is important, and uh, perhaps if done properly, can help issue as a guide, as you say, to, to helping the country move forward in a more sustainable manner, as, as opposed to the ad hoc manner we do it now at the moment. That's exactly the idea. So it, it's basically to set a, a set of standards that um, everyone can move forward and agree to and then abide by to to assist that transition towards the uh, towards decarbonisation and towards a a different way of controlling the economy. Um, there's a lot of contentious issues about that as well. Should it be happening in a in a developing country, or is this more suited towards developed countries? Well, that's that's what we'll have to iron out here. But um, it's almost as if South Africa is a test bed for for this. We're sort of halfway between a developed country and a an undeveloped country. So it's a it's a great test bed for for a lot of these UN type policies. So let's hope that we can uh, adapt it to make it workable. Put it that way. Now, Rob, what else have you got on any uh, particular campaigns running that people might be interested in if they visit the site? Yes, there's, there's quite a few a large campaigns going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen uh, developments in the, uh, would say, the firearms amendment bill. That's that's a big one that's getting a lot of attention right now, and that looks towards um, amending the Firearms Control Act, which removes the uh, right to. Uh, to own a firearm for self-defense. That's getting quite an emotional response in the public uh, with our Minister Becky Chelly standing up and saying that uh, South Africans can no longer own firearms for self-defense, um, where we've got three over 3 million firearm owners in South Africa. That's obviously going to cause a bit of a, a, bit of a ruckus there, not to mention the uh, police force losing uh, a, a lot of weapons and, and so on. So... That's also one there. We've got a huge response on that so far. About 90,000 submissions sent through to government already. And well, that's going to pick up. There's other, other ones we've got. There's a 
um, amendment to the Perpuda Act, and that is, um, which is the promotion of equality and prevention of unfair discrimination, and that proposes a whole lot of restrictions within the workplace and um, freedom of, of speech, freedom of belief, uh, freedom of religion, or that's all un- under fire right now. So those, I'd say those are the two, two biggest ones that people should be, should be commenting on and, and getting to know. In depth. Well, certainly, uh, certainly two rather big and important ones. So if you would like, uh, and you, you, you feel so inclined, head over to dearsouthafrica.co.za, check out the draft national green finance taxonomy bill. Uh, you can pronounce it. You can definitely comment in on it. Uh, you can check out the Firearms Act and the Paduba one as well. Rob, thank you so much for joining us. We'll chat to you next week. Fantastic, Benji. Have a wonderful week.